Hello. Hello, and welcome back to the Of Muggles and Mudbloods podcast. This t- t- episode, we are talking about Chapter 7, Mudbloods and Murmurs. Um, well, we should have named the yeah. podcast. No, I'm joking. Um, I think we're pretty good with our name. Anyway, um, this week we're talking about wizarding finance, brooms, um, celebrities, and much, much more. So... I hope you will enjoy this podcast and let us know if you have any thoughts about the wizarding financial systems. Um, we discussed the wizarding bank a couple episodes ago and we're going a bit more into mm-hmm. that this week. So without a further ado, it's time for my good friend Mona Musa to summarize the chapter and Oh god. Going. Okay, I mean I mean last episode, last chapter. You you managed to mess it up, Big Tom. You forgot the whole chapter. I did. I did. So let's see. I pulled um, Mona. No. No. Okay. 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 Are you ready? Do you have your timer on? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Three, two. So basically, one, time flies go. at Hogwarts. Harry keeps avoiding Lockhart. Um. Uh. At some point, Harry wakes up to Oliver Wood, the captain of the Gryffindor Quidditch team, um, to go for practice. And then at some point, the Slytherin team ends up going down to the to the place where they practice. I forgot what's it called. Um. And they were like, "Oh yeah, whose whose turn is it? Who's going to practice? Blah blah blah." And then Ron tries to step up to um draco and you know his wand is faulty shit happened with it he does a spell he ends up um eat throwing up slugs they go to hagrid's um try to get him fixed and then at some point harry hears um something saying come to me let me rip you let me tear you and he jumps when he's alarmed and you know lockhart claims that nothing has happened and things turn to they become saucy yeah that's it Fantastic. Exactly a minute. Oh, yes. Finally. It's called a Quidditch pitch, okay, by the is, way. Yeah, I mean, my brain couldn't come up with anything that fast. So, like, plus I haven't had coffee today because I don't have a coffee machine with me. That is scandalous, Mona. It's a scandal. How could you? No. Um, Considering I miss weed without coffee. This is, this is, yeah. So, so one thing that happens here is that Hermione Granger unleashes the most amazing, like, attack on Malfoy, uh, telling him truthfully that he has bought his way onto the Quidditch team, um, and it's Mm -hmm. really hitting Malfoy's, like, major sore spot, which is that um, what Malfoy has is money. Um, Yeah, that's true. That's what he's got. He's got money. He's got his daddy's money. He's got nothing else. Um, mm-hmm. which is literally what his dad criticizes him for in Borgen and Burks, like if you like in the earlier parts of this, this book, the exact mm-hmm. same thing. Hermione has all the talent, and he has none of it. <laughs> um, I mean, it is true, it is true, but like it's it's kind of devastating for like for Hermione Granger to come with the exact same attack that his dad comes with. I mean, for all we know, Draco probably has daddy issues. 
And then Hermione just, you know, taps into that very specific nerve. Yeah, I'm just like, roast him. Yeah. Exactly. I would, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm a nice person. I think. I'm, I'm, you're, like, <laughs> I'm you're not entirely to, sure. I'm not entirely sure, but um, I'd like to believe so. <laughs> so this is a pretty cool case. Um, we're dealing with... We're dealing with um, some interesting aspects here in this, in this chapter. It's the first time we hear the word mm-hmm. mu- uh, mudblood, um, mm-hmm. which is, once again, building on this um, aspect of wizarding racism um, that we first yeah. hear from Lucius Malfoy. So that, that family really has some issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did some Googling, and the Malfoy family um, definitely can buy their way into... Um, Gryffindor's Quidditch team, or any Quidditch team, to be honest, um, they are like, worth, um, according to Forbes, approximately one point three billion U.S. dollars. Huh? Seriously? Yeah. About eight hundred million pounds is the net worth of the Malfoy family. Okay, then I need to marry me a Malfoy. Then your options are limited. I don't care. I'm a Slytherin. Yeah. They're all Slytherins. Um, which is a pretty substantial. Uh, amount of wealth. The blacks are yeah. in that scale as well, with a, approximately the same same net worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and they live in a townhouse instead of a manor, which is a bit different. But, you know, um, it's it's really... You can see that, for example, with how um, Sirius Black buys Harry his first his um, first and second broom, actually. Um, so, Nimbus 2001s, which are the brooms that... Um, they buy or like are um, produced by mm-hmm. the Nimbus um, br- Racing Broom Company in the UK, which yeah. is part of the Broom Racing that we protect. We talked about earlier that is protected by um, transport regulations against magic carpets. Shame mm-hmm. on the ministry. <laughs> We've been through this so many times. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Oh. Um, to put this in context, by the way, a galleon is worth about four dollars and eighty-two cents U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the nineteen nineties, um, of course. So a bit yeah. more now, um, depending on how wizarding inflation works. We don't really have the numbers on that. Um, oh no! I know it's terrible that we don't have numbers on wizarding inflation. It's so sad. So like, sad. How dare they? We need the numbers, people. <laughs> Bring us the numbers. Um, it's also absurd that the largest form of currency in the wizarding world is four dollars. Like, no, four dollars, like, okay, sure, whatever, but four dollars is like barely anything. You need more. I also want to counter this a little bit because we are dealing with gold coins. Um, the gold value of each of these coins probably has to be substantially higher than $4. Oh, yeah, true. So I'm sure we can somehow determine the actual value of a galleon based on the gold value, which I think would be... Okay, but maybe maybe gold for them is worth nothing. True, but then you could have wizards just melting down gold and selling it to muggles. But what... For stuff. Yeah, but they, they could do that, but it's why would they? Like, there's no need... Because like they could melt it down for stuff. They like, they could actually like just buy shit. Um, yeah, I know. And 
there are some things Muggle Wizarding World that doesn't really do that well. Um, Which is tech. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but they could also, you know, be buying um, property and that kind of stuff, and buying. I don't know, but basically, I think it'd be. It, you could argue that you should connect the value of a galleon to the value of gold, um, mm-hmm. and that would mean that a galleon is worth a lot more than um, what it actually says has said to be worth in in the books. Um, yeah, which would would make this economy much more logical, I think. And make the fact that they only have the would also um, solve the issue of the small, the largest domination of their currency is four dollars and eighty-two cents, which is absurd. Okay, but like, how how big and like how much would the coin weigh? Okay, so let's let's check the price of gold here. Um, (laughs) We're getting way too technical. um, That is approximately okay. So if we're looking mm-hmm. at the price of gold, um, okay. So one gram of gold is worth in Sweden right now um, four hundred and ninety-five crowns, which is about fifty dollars US. Mm-hmm. So we are dealing with a zero point one gram of gold is worth is what a gallon is worth right now, but it's a gold coin. Yeah. So you'd be dealing with less one tenth of a gram. True. That's not much gold. That is, yeah. So a galleon has to be a lot more gold than that. Or it could be extremely impure gold. Mm hmm. Yeah, because, like, like, I've got a a five cent coin here. So a galleon. um, Yeah is worth, uh, at least from one source offered, is worth mm-hmm. two grams, is, is weighs two grams. Um, but another source has basically um, said it weighs between 75 and 77 grams, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so a thousand, a thousand galleons would cost, weigh about five pounds. Okay. So that, that makes a bit more sense. Let's, if we say a galleon weighs 50, 50 grams, so we're going for a bit of a middle yeah. point here. Um, yeah. That still puts the value of a of a, a galleon at 50 grams. We deal with the, sweet, the, the today's value of gold. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, if we're dealing with a 50 gram coin yeah. at $50 uh, a gram, yeah. you're dealing with almost two and a half thousand dollars a galleon. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. So that's that's more that's a bit more than the the current prescribed um, value of a galleon right here. True, exactly. But even if we reduce it to half and we have it, the galleon at maybe 25 grams, that would mean that we have a much more functioning or like at maybe a hundred, a thousand or five hundred dollar value. That means at least we have a mm. functioning wizarding economy here, right? Yeah. Like we actually have currency that can make some kind of significant difference because mm. right as we're dealing with right now, even that pile of gold in Harry's um, little vault 
isn't worth that much. Mm -hmm. um, if we're dealing with $4.82, if we're dealing with the, the value of the gold, even at a reduction of half, we're dealing with a much, much larger um, yeah. amount of money. Um, what we know about Harry Potter is that the value of the gold right now in his vault is about 300000 um, which is Harry Potter's vault. Mm. Um, Harry Potter is also the heir to the Potter fortune. Um, How much is there for um, According to Pottermore, what I've been able to find is about two billion pounds. Two billion? Um, which puts them roughly twice as wealthy as, as the Malfoy family. <laughs> the Malfoys can go suck it. Um, <laughs> we also need to include one more thing. In which the, is? At least for the net worth of Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. is that he is the sole inheritor of the Black family fortune as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, to put this in context, um, Sirius Black bought Harry Potter a Firebolt, which is considered yeah. to be a small fortune, um, as recompense for his um, 11 myths, missed birthday presents. Oh my god, I love Sirius Black. So, if we're looking at it that way, yeah, Harry is both inheriting a a two billion dollar, two billion pound sum <laughs> from his his wizarding family, the Potters, which are one yeah. of the eldest wizarding families out there, um, mm -hmm. who also have wealth generated by the numerous inventions credit, credited to the family. He also is inheriting a fortune in line with that of the Lestrange family or the Malfoy family as well. So we could be inheriting uh -huh. up to a billion pounds more. <laughs> um, putting him, him in the, the range of the three billion uh, pounds. So he is extremely wealthy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's if we're putting a bit of a, an, um, a stamp here. Um, on the, what uh, <laughs> what the Potter family is worth, um, mm -hmm. they better fucking have given some of that to Ron. I mean, I would like, of course, it's wrong. <laughs> like, and and plus, like all all the shit that the Weasleys did for Harry as yeah. well. Like, you know, Harry is considerate enough to help them out. Um, so we can also go into this a bit, a little bit and talk about how, like, the Wizarding, the winnings for the. The tribe was a tournament. Um, mm -hmm. It's also part of the rationalization of why this money has to be a bit more. The value of gallons has to be a bit more because the prize for the winning the tribe was a tournament was yeah. The prize for the tribe was a tournament was a thousand galleons, mm -hmm. um, which is about four thousand five thousand U.S. dollars in that yeah. day's currency um, for a life. Yeah risking tournament that's not too great that is abusing yeah. those, those students if we take this and put our calculations and our ideas onto this mm -hmm. and you're dealing with there will be a, a lot more a prize pot of between a hundred and two hundred forty thousand dollars okay like even even if it's like technically worth more than what the wizards and witches think it's like 
maybe maybe like that's why they're using it because it's a lot it's worth a lot more but nobody realizes possibly but it has to, like four thousand dollars is not enough to start a business on but is it in is it in the is it blah, 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 blah. Is four thousand enough to start a business in the wizarding world? I would like I, the 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 exchange value for galleons to dollars. This is it's worth yeah. for like about what would the buying power is about four dollars in the wizarding world as well. Oh, so four thousand dollars is not enough to start a major business on. On the other hand, two hundred thousand dollars. Would definitely be enough to bankroll we- yeah. Weasley Wizard Weezers on. <laughs> so, like, if we're dealing with that, we we've got a a much much better case for how the Wizarding World is, or at least Harry um, supported the Weasley Twins, for example. Um, mm. And that is a small fortune, which justifies their reaction to that as well. Um, yeah, then maybe it's all based on like the gold and the currency, like both instead of just one of them. Yeah. So we have, to, we might have, we can argue that the Wizarding World does not value gold 